Hi, everybody. Welcome to this month's edition of the Monthly Roundup. Um, my name is Belinda Chaplin, and I'm in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, I, we have some uh, great people on with us this month. Uh, we've got Barbara, who's originally from Scotland, but living and working in Spain. Uh, she is with Kingskins International, but also works with leadership development with Steve Mayers. We've got Reto, who is um, from Switzerland, working and leading the base in Wyoming Davos in Switzerland. And we've got Timos, um, who is with us from Greece. He's actually Greek, and he leads the work in Thessaloniki in Greece. So we've got an exciting, I think, lineup for you guys, and we're excited to share with you some of our thoughts about this month's um, topic of leadership through trans transition and crisis. Um, we're going to kick off with Barbara, um, maybe share some of your thoughts with us. Sure. One of the things that really struck me as I read the different articles, watched the videos and, and all the other resources that we've had this month was that some really clear principles were emerging. Um, I watched Tova's video and she was saying some of the same things that I'd written in my article. And so I find it really helpful that God is obviously leading us in similar ways. He's teaching us in the mission different principles that will guide us through times of change and transition, whether they've been prompted by crisis or whether they've been prompted by something positive like vision. Um, maybe just a couple of examples. Tova and I both spoke about the importance of communication, keeping people in the loop, communicating as much as we know about what's going on or will go on, um, and validating people's feelings, their struggles perhaps with the transition, listening to people's questions, things like that. And it was the same with various other things. Uh, I noticed um, we were saying the same sort of thing. There were definite things that were emerging that are keys God has given us mm -hmm. in a mission that is constantly changing and, and moving forward and introducing new things. Maybe two things that just struck me personally, which were almost asides, both came from the video that Andy Kennedy from England shared. Um, in his first principle about staying on top and having unhurried time with the father, he wrapped it up by using the phrase, ministry to the Lord is our first priority. And it really struck me how important that principle is in these COVID days. All kinds of restrictions in our nations prevent us from ministering to people and doing some of the things that we used to do. Yeah, we've been creative, we've gone online, but lots of things aren't happening. And to be reminded that first and foremost, my ministry is to him. Am I worshipping him? Am I serving him? when I'm working with people, but also in this season where it's not so possible to work with people. And then another thing also from Andy at the end of what he shared, where he told the story about Moses falling on his face so that the people could see God and see the tabernacle. And he used, he used the title, Get Out of the Way. And I was thinking about the two sides of that. On the one hand, as leaders, we mustn't get out of the way. We must be present. We must be helping our team. 
navigate the transition, hear from the Lord, know what God's saying, and move forward together, depending on how the Lord's leading us. So as leaders, we need to be very present. But as Andy said, we mustn't have the people focused on themselves or on ourselves. The key is that we get out of the way and in every transition, every crisis, every change that we face, that we help people see God, that we help people fix their eyes on Jesus so that together we keep looking to him as we navigate transition and times of change. Those two things really impacted me. Mm, that's great. I really loved Andy's talk. If you, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's, it's great. And um, uh, one of the things that he shared, I mean, being a South African, he, he talked about leading with hope. And the word for hope, I think in, in the Congo is kivuvu. Um, and he just, the way he shared about kivuvu and, and having hope um, is something that really struck me from that talk as well. Um, and I really, yeah. I really recommend yes. it as, 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 as a, you know, the principles he draws out is all fantastic. Yeah. Um, Timos, uh, what would you like to share with us? I know that you have some, a, a lot of keys that you've pulled out. Yes, well, this was a, an incredible month with some amazing content from blogs to videos to interviews. This is truly a very, very big topic leading through change, transition, crisis. And, and the reality of this topic is that we will never arrive. We will never have all the answers because simply the reality is that change brings something new, something unprecedented something uncharted, waters that we don't know nor recognize. So I love how we're all growing together and learning from one another, no matter the backgrounds that we're coming from. So there were some really good keys and content that came out from all these talks. And I advise everyone to, to get to watch these and read those blogs. Um, some of the things that were really highlighted for me was um, a quote that I now have written um, on my computer that came from Martha sharing at the Leadership Lounge. She said, move past the why and ask God, what are you doing? And how can I best respond to maximize your activity in this season? And what I've learned the hard way is in times of crisis, in times of transition, I always lean to ask the Lord, God, why would this happen? And what I would always do is bring it to me. I would say, where did I miss it? Where did I hear your voice from? What could have I done better? And in that process of, of fighting and struggling and trying to find these questions, what I felt him saying was, Timos, it's not about you, you know? It's not about you, relax. What I'm inviting you to do is to walk with me and to obey me as I'm leading you to this change in this transition. Mm -hmm. And stop asking the why, but trust in who I am in the things that I have prepared for you. Mm -hmm. And out of that, when we are able to operate out of that, it's no longer about having all the right answers mm -hmm. and, and taking the right turns. But it's a journey that I am able to walk and journey with the Father. And I trust him. Because he's not intimidated by a crisis. He's not intimidated by COVID or a transition. He's aware. 
he's the rock that we are able to stand on. So that was truly a really big lesson for me. And I would say that the, the reality and the truth is that so many times we long for stability, right? We long for structure and that's, that's good. But the reality of life is constant change, constant seasons. They come and they go. So it's not so much learning how to have stability and structure, but learning how to steward chains and ask God, Lord, what are you doing in the moment? And as Wolfgang said in his uh, blog post, who am I becoming through this season? And what aspect of Jesus's character are you forming in me? A, a prayer I find myself praying all the time is God, I don't want to miss the lessons that you're trying to teach me in this season. It might be hard. I might not have all the answers, but what is it that you're doing in the moment? Give me your perspective. Show me your heart. I don't want to see things through my perspective, through my lens, but I want to have your heart and your perspective in this season. I love, again, what Barbara shared. She's with us. She said that change doesn't need to lead to crisis, but crisis nearly always leads to change. And that simply is the reality. We do not like change, but crisis sometimes, as it creates unprecedented problems, it also creates unprecedented opportunities for us to address these issues that we've been postponing again and again because life is busy mm -hmm. and we just can't stop. So it's an opportunity for us to stop, to pause, and to address those issues that we've been postponing again and again. So it's instead of asking the why, asking the what, God, what are you doing in this season? Instead of making it all about ourselves and what did I do wrong, is saying, God, what it is that you are doing and how can I be a part of what you're doing? And seeing what are those attributes that God is wanting to reveal to us individually, but also corporately to us as a team, as a movement, as a family. What are the things that God is highlighting and how can we best walk with him to bring glory to his name? So these are some of the things that were really highlighted to me. Oh, great. Thanks, Timas. Yeah, uh, I think that, that, that why, why question is something that always comes to us first it was such a good reminder from Martha, just like, don't ask the why, but ask the what. What, what are you doing, Lord? Um, yeah. Reto, what would you like to share with us? Yeah, I can just, just jump into that as well. I think so often we, we go to the why, and, and it's, I think that's okay for a moment. Um, and I think that's normal and natural. But if we, we don't go beyond that, then we just get stuck and we become very self-centered and we miss actually what God is doing. And, and I've, I've learned, um, how, do you, how do you get out of that? And I think that that's it's a natural thing to, to come into that, but how do you get out of that? And it's something that um, is in the area of the, the drop-in discussion, they've been sharing of self-care, mm -hmm. like know how you work, um, have your knowledge bank set up, like invest in the good times, strengthen your memory in the good times. So, so when the hard times hit, you know how to react, you know, where to go to, you know that God is good. Um, the world's gonna change. We don't have everything in control, 
Um, YWAM is a very fast-paced, innovative organization that's beautiful, but um, for somebody that loves a bit more stability like me, um, yeah, that, that can be very hard. So I, I had to learn, okay, how do I work with, with that transition? So I don't get stuck into the, why is this happening? But I can refocus myself onto the Lord. And um, Tove shared it, I think it was the one with the balloon, like how do we deflate? And, and I found two different ways for myself to, to really deflate and let pressure off. Um, one thing is, is when I really struggle with my calling over the OOOs and why are we here? Like, I don't see fruits happening and I'm going more into a personal crisis um, in that. Like I, I take my bike, I go to the high places and I struggle up um, <laughs> because I don't have a little e-bike yet. Um, um, but I, within that physical struggle, I can struggle with the Lord. And I bring my heart out how it is. And it's sometimes really raw and frustrated, and, but it, it's a bit of deflating. And, and, but when I'm on the top and I have my spot where just, I, I oversee the city, often God's grace just falls on me and, and he shares, but they need to know how much I love them too. Mm-hmm. And they need to learn how, how do you get up there? So I think within crisis, it's so important to, to know how we can take care of ourselves or um, how we can bring some self-care opportunities to others. How can we let pressure off somebody else by cooking a meal as it was shared and, and just uh, coming alongside and, and serving and, and being humble leaders and coming around people to support and serve. And I think that's, that's one of the, the biggest keys in that. Um, we cannot control the world. We cannot control other people. Um, and it's not what we should do, what we should never do. Um, we can exercise some self-control and, and we can maybe create a little space in, in our environment where we a little bit come to sanity. So um, within this last half year with COVID, so many things are changing. I've, I've worked my very messy shed into a little workplace and organized it. So step by step, Thursday morning, I go there, I listen to worship, I process with God and I, and I organize screws. <laughs> Um, but it just helps me to see it's like, no, God is a God of order and he brings from chaos something into order. And, and I love to see that physical. It's almost a prophetic act. And I come out strengthened with new hope, um, sometimes with new vision, um, just, just a little bit more organized in my mind and heart that God is a God of order. He's solid. He's the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And through that, I can have more energy to lead people in change without trying to control them. Mm, that's great. Yeah, I, I think that story of, of your, your workbench actually reminds me, like I, I made a little sort of sacred corner in my bedroom during COVID and just being able to go in that corner and, and spend time with the Lord every morning has been what's, you know, I can control that. That's something that I can control in this crazy situation that we find ourselves in um, and just, spending that time with the Lord and like Tobi said like setting up that knowledge bank um, mm-hmm. with people that I admire and spend time with 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 time with the Lord it's it's just something that that when crisis does hit it's going to hit you less hard because you've got that muscle memory of 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 being able to be with the Lord and being able to get advice from other people um, so that's that's something from this month that I definitely will be working hard on in the times when we're not in crisis and transition to be sort of feeding the knowledge bank yeah yeah um barbara you had a a story you wanted to share maybe 
Yeah, even as we've shared together this afternoon, I'm conscious that two facets have emerged. We've, we've talked a lot about how we respond personally to crisis mm -hmm. and transition and some of our keys in managing or coping with that. But then the other facet is how do we lead? How do mm -hmm. we give good spiritual leadership in such times? And I was reminded of the importance of keeping them in balance. Quite some time ago now, more than a decade ago, I was working with a team and the Lord spoke to us that we would be crossing the Red Sea as a ministry. Well, we were quite excited at first because in the Bible, when the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea, it represented freedom, it represented coming out of slavery, it represented coming into the promised land in a sense, something new. But I was reading still in that book of Exodus the next day after we got that word and I saw the first thing that happened when they crossed the Red Sea was they landed in the desert and that was not so easy. And I shared that word with our team and said, hey, we're crossing the Red Sea, but by definition, I feel we're going to be going through a desert and God is warning us to respond well. And not to grumble like the people did at Mara when the water was bitter or when they had no meat. And, and you know, in English, there's a, a proverb that says forewarned is forearmed. And so I guess I kind of thought as one of the leaders of the team, we've been warned, we'll, we'll cross this transition well, both the Red Sea and the desert. Well, looking back, we didn't. We, we didn't do so well. Um, deserts are not always easy. We lost some people along the way. Um, some people didn't cope well with the struggle and the change to being out of Egypt and in the desert. Um, and looking back as one of the leaders later, I realized just because we've been warned about a change or a transition doesn't mean that we'll cross it well. We have to keep giving consistent leadership through mm. it. We have to keep reminding people what God said. We have mm. to keep reminding people to keep their eyes fixed on Jesus and not on themselves or on the circumstances. Not judging or accusing people, but together saying, hey, let's cross this wilderness together. Let's look to Jesus together. And I think we failed a little bit in that, in that particular situation. And it's a lesson that I've carried with me in other transitions since then. Hmm. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's a, it's a good point. We really we need to lead transition well. And even being knowing things it's going to happen doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easier. Um, yeah. All right, we, we're, we're heading to wrapping up this 20-minute podcast slash monthly roundup. So does um, yeah, any of the Timos or Reto, have you got anything else to, to add? Maybe one thing that I would add is something that I'm learning in, in leadership is that always we must always lean to over-communication. And as we are a big international family from all over the world with different backgrounds, diverse, different understandings and different cultures. I've learned that one of the biggest mistakes that I've done and sometimes I keep on doing is assuming that people have the same understanding that I have. Mm -hmm. 
So is actually, instead of assuming that, over-communicating, and as you are leading in crisis and in transition, don't be afraid to share what you know, but also sharing what you don't know. So instead of keeping people in the black and not sharing until you know that you know, be in a place where you are able to share, guys, this is what we know and this is what we don't know. And one thing I would say is share confidently, but not definitively. That is a very big difference. So share from your heart, but don't share definitively because what you know today might change tomorrow. Don't be afraid to get it wrong because this is part of the process as we journey together. Mm -hmm. So always lean to over communicating what you know and what you don't know. A really big lesson for me. That's exactly right. Greta, one last thought, comment. Yeah, I think the other one is, is just really every crisis, every transition has a potential of discipleship and growth. And, and isn't that what we're all about? And I think sometimes... God lets just stuff happen that we learn, that we grow. And I think we need to approach that in a really humble manner. Yes, we're all making mistakes. Um, um, I don't have it all. I don't know all the answers. And, and in, in my communication as well, like share what I know, share what I don't know, and be really quick to, to share when I missed it and, and, and being really humble about it. Um, listen to people well, um, not thinking they have to understand me fully, but actually trying to understand them at the, the biggest extent possible because that creates a bit of safety in the chaos. And, and that's part of discipling, walking together, being committed to one another. And I think those are, are some key elements that I'm still learning heaps and I'm not a pro in it, um, but it's been a, a good reminder in, in all these talks to just, just lean into that and mm. uh, hear people. Mm. Brilliant. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for sharing. Um, this always ends so quickly. We, um, but it's. I think it's great that we could hear from each of you. Um, until next month. See you.